0: Broadcasting
1: live from the ESPN 690 Anajar and Levine Studios, this is Action Sports
0: Chats with Brent Martineau. It was a hard month. It
1: was a hard month being out of football, you know, trying to get healthy with a hamstring. Hamstring, nothing to play with, i say that for sure. Um, but it felt good. It felt good to, you know, be able to practice this week. Well, that's my last interview with LaVisca Chennault. <laughs> I don't know, you may you may travel to Carolina at some point in the future. Listen, this nice kid, man. I, I mean, I uh, I'm still not sure I even love this move or not, but it's interesting to see the reaction around it. We've been talking about this really for the last couple weeks, but even today, especially where it's a polarizing thing. You've said it even on the chat, right? It's yeah. polarizing Aaron. Brett Martino, Aaron Schachter, Casey Kurtz back on a Monday. Jack's trying to make some moves. We wondered if this was in play, right? Could they trade him? Could they find a dance partner? And, well, Ian Rappaport has just reported. Jags have not confirmed yet. Uh, but uh, we're going to go with Rap right now. And uh, they have traded him to the Carolina Panthers. And a couple of things to note here. We're going to take a look at the Panthers' depth chart in a moment. But Casey brought this up, and we're both thinking on the same page, which is scary. Uh, One and the same, Brent, me and you. Trent Baalke has made what His Two trades. Are these the only two trades that he's made? Who else has he traded anybody else well even if it's not the only two trades you talking about two out of the top three picks in 2020 right? yeah henderson that's right and not so that's really another right. thing to dissect in a moment henderson uh he, they traded to carolina last year for dan arnold yeah with carolina so even if he's had a couple more trades in there that i'm not thinking of but those two notable trades with carolina so he's got a dance partner with the panthers oh, and does. that happens a lot yeah you was the, philadelphia there's been a lot um, yeah, Malcolm Brown traded four right with yeah. uh, the Saints, and over the years we've seen Baltimore Ravens trades with the Jags, and so you do you do find like-minded people yeah, or people buddies. you can work with or, oh, yeah. or whatever it is. So Lavisca Chenault is off to Carolina. Uh, Josh Norris says, um, Josh Norris, by the way, is a fantasy football guy, and it just popped up on my. Um, feed i don't normally quote josh norris but he says legit the worst wide receiver in the nfl last season (laughs) it's a bit harsh i mean that's a little tough but what's your reaction i guess it shouldn't be that surprising to all of us i'm not super shocked by it i don't know what they got in return i hope it's something reasonable even though it wasn't going to be anything crazy uh, Casey brings up an interesting point They got Dan Arnold in return last time around Worked out nicely Could they bring in a player or will it be a pick? My guess is this one's going to pick I just don't know who you'd bring in as a player from Carolina That will really impact well, you
0: The interesting one is, and I haven't seen this anywhere But they drafted Terrace Marshall From LSU who's a receiver And they're either not happy with it Or he wants to get out of there There's been some smoke on that So again, I'm not saying I've seen that But I'm I'm wondering
1: man. Any chance on Robbie Anderson? Hopefully not but I mean, did they just say, "Hey, let's give a new change of scenery for both these guys"? The money would be way lopsided on that. Uh, Robbie Anderson, Anderson got paid a lot; he's making like. 10 well, they, they like could eat some of the million. money. Yeah, they'd have to. Yeah. Uh, so you, you could get to creative, Robbie
0: Anderson. You know. Well,
1: because here's the here's the thing, guys. Like, what do you do well, yeah, now? What now? Now you've you've cut Treadwell. It, first of all, this maybe one of the strengths of this football team was the depth at wide receiver, and some of the battles you had. Tim Jones emerges, so that even helps it out more. Are you just keeping five receivers now? Because Jags just released Treadwell today, and now they trade LaVisca Shenault, which leaves you with Zay Jones, Christian Kirk, Marvin Jones, and Jamal Agnew as your top four, and then Tim Jones as your fifth is the way I see it. I mean, Jamal Agnew was a return guy until the Jags started to use him on offense last year. Like, he was very limited on the offensive snaps in his entire career. You did mention they may not be done building out that running back's room. They may have a deal in place or, or maybe even have an eye on one of these young go-getter at wide receivers who are hanging out there a la Denzel Mims or, or somebody else who's out there. I
0: will say on the Agnew front, not that this really means much, but when I talked to him after the game the other night, uh, he told me that they see him, and he believes he's going to be a down the field wide receiver, not just a gadget guy.
1: Yeah, well, he showed that he could. Listen, he had some of the nicest plays of any Jacks receivers last year. He did. I just here's my thought on on Agnew. Now, I'm not trying to slight the guy at all, but I got to go with like what I've seen, like what you have in a resume. I mean, the Lions aren't a very good team, and they didn't use him. You know, it's not like they had like this. Plethora of players. I do know the Lions are bad. Yeah, and so and they didn't use them in that role. The Jags use them in the role. Did they just find something that the Lions didn't know, or is this something now you can rely on? I hope the Jags found something. I just don't know if you can sit here and fully convince me that. Hey, don't worry, Brett. We've because got Jamal the plan Agnew. Yeah, like there's not enough evidence to say that. And receiver is a position where you lose guys. This this team historically has lost Allen Robinson. Last year, D.J. Chark. So the depth does matter at receiver. Now, the other part about this, I would say from a Jags-thinking standpoint, I'm going to roll out Marvin Jones, Zay Jones, Christian Kirk. No doubt. Those are the top three guys. When you look at the fourth receiver for the Jacksonville Jaguars, you would say Jamal Agnew? Right? Yeah. Now, you're not at putting Tim point. Jones ahead of him? Not yet. No, I'm not. Okay, well, I'm going to go. He is him, though. I just wanted you guys to give me an answer so I could then say this. Oh. Their fourth receiver is Evan Ingram. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? As far as options go, yeah, definitely. Yeah, like, he's more receiver than he is tight end. Sure. So if Doug's looking at this thing from an offensive perspective, it's like, okay, we're going to move this guy all over the place. Like he can do a lot of different things. If we need him to play here or there or everywhere, he can. And so maybe that's the way the Jags are looking at this. And maybe they only keep five because of that. They keep four tight ends. They end up getting four running backs eventually, even though I think they could cut, it, it, you know, down to 53 and, and only have three backs. But uh, this might be a five wide receiver room. And some teams do that. Or two days ago or yesterday, you could argue they could keep seven. Well, if you're going to go down to five in the wide receiver room, do you then load up on another position group? Of course. Yeah. So which one, at least on the offensive offensive line line, are you looking at? Okay. Might be offensive line. And we haven't gone here yet, but we should probably go here about Walker Little. And do they make another trade at some point? But let's stay on LaVisca Chenault for now. Casey. Yes, sir. Where does he fit? I mean, you just talked about who they drafted. They got Robbie Anderson. Where, else does, where does he fit in Carolina's plans from a receiver standpoint? Why did this make sense for them?
0: Like, it's... I don't know, man. It's interesting because D. Moore, Robbie Anderson, Terrace Marshall. So I told you there's something there with Terrace Marshall in terms of either they don't like him, Terrace Marshall wants out. Not going to lie, I don't know the full story, but I know there's smoke there. Robbie Anderson... He did not want to play for Baker. He did not want to play for Baker Mayfield, and was vocal about it. He wasn't that good last year. Now, no. granted, nobody really was on the He Panthers. wasn't
1: that good before he got paid. There you go. He so, had a half a good season with Sam Darnold, and then he got paid ten million on it, twelve million on it.
0: But with that being said, those are your three clear receivers. So Laviska slides in either in front of Terrace Marshall or behind him, depending on how you want to do that. And then the next option would be Rashad Higgins, who used to play for the Browns. Yeah, he's eye. But he's not better than LaVisca. And then after that you got Shy Smith, who was a rookie last year, and some other guys that nobody knows. But you're I think he's, I think he starts. I think he starts over Terrace Marshall. Because you got DJ Moore and you got Robbie Anderson and you have Terrace Marshall who kinda do the same thing and that's go deep. That's not LaViska's game. So I think he gives them something that they don't really have, and that's why he's attractive to them. Yeah,
1: I listen, I can see that. Uh, If I was another team, I would take a chance on LaVisca, depending the compensation, and say, I think we can be a little versatile here. I also see the Jags saying, hey, he's an 8-12 to snap-a-game guy at most, the way we see this playing out. And I've kind of got that guy with Agnew. It's a different way, one speed versus physicality. But we kind of have that guy. And, by the way, we also have ETN where we can do a lot of things and Christian Kirk move them around, Zay Jones move them around, Evan Ingram move them around. I mean, they've got a lot of guys to move around. This actually might make it cleaner and easier from the Jags' game planning thinking standpoint to not have another guy like, okay, what do we do with him? You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and by the way, a lot of offensive coordinators want as many as you can get, but they still don't try. I think this all came down to trusting what you were going to do with them. And. Yeah, we might like to do this, 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 but will he execute it properly? Again, he ran a lot of wrong routes last year. He just didn't look like he was mentally in it. Uh, but he's a young player that I think is a skillful player and is a little bit different than a lot of players uh, that play his position. So I think I can see why Carolina wanted him because now, hey, let's try this. Yeah, why not? But I can also see why the Jags were like, listen, we're just not going to use him. We don't trust it. Let's get something for them. And it's very interesting now. You take go back to your point, Aaron. Yep. Go back to that. What is that? 2020 draft. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they pick. They pick Henderson, CJ Henderson, out of Florida with the ninth pick. They pick Caleb on Chase on with the twentieth pick. And I don't know what number in the second round Lavisca was. Forty. Ninth. It would have been whatever ninth. So is. like forty-first or something yeah. like forty-seven, whatever. And
0: two of them are gone. Yep. And one of them. And the other one, you were talking, one you were questioning was, whether he belonged on the I roster. I he's here, but ago. he's not even going to, like, yeah. we don't want him on the field because he's taking away snaps from guys that deserve it. So, like, you, your first three picks from a draft coming off a year, you pick ninth overall two years later are not from black. And by the way, credit that draft if you
1: want to credit it to, whether it's the guy picking or just the draft pool because that year was all one no, to begin no, no. with. But they're not the only now, team. Now, when you miss on C.J. Henderson, that was your that was your bat. I'm just saying they're not the only team who got embarrassed with their 2020 draft haul. There are a few teams out there right now who are looking back at 2020 going, what happened there? Yeah, but it was a pig pile on top of everything else the Jags have done wrong in the draft. And to me, i always go back to this draft. I say this all the time, and I think I'm right. All right, there are some things I'd say, and I'm not going to admit that uh, or, or or go uh, belly up to the bar and say, I think I'm right. Mm-hmm. Although, kind of quietly, I always think of am right. <laughs> but, <laughs> where's Step at? Let's. Uh, but I think I am right here. This was right after they lost Jan. It was right after they lost Ramsey. And they got emotionally attached to going to replace those positions. And they went and got C.J. Henderson and reached for him. And, by the way, even if a, a Cuda would have slipped to him, who Detroit picked in the top five, he just, like, earned his spot the other day. Yeah, like, he hasn't been but great He's either. battling to even make the starting lineup. A couple years later. That's what I'm saying. There are some standouts like, really? I mean, that. All the, all these offensive linemen at the top of that draft. And In the corners I, weren't good. We were debating for months which one of these five offensive linemen, which one of these future Hall of Famers was going to go before the other. And almost all of them have been busts. And and then the chase on one was you know for Jan basically right let's we got to go get this guy now and they said oh he was the ba-. we were all taking him at number nine and well that certainly hasn't materialized but he's still on the roster at least in the Jacks right he was a lot to make this team they look at him as as a depth play right now at pass rush but he's got a lot to prove it just I guess is an exclamation point I don't even know where the final exclamation point ever goes anymore now with some of the Jags futility yeah. But this further enhances some of that and add another explanation point to the sentence on the Jags' futility of the last decade in the draft. And hopefully it's the last one because there are signs that point to the last two drafts of really turning it around. But they really might lose after this year their top three draft picks from 2020. What scenario do they they not? Well, because I haven't given up on Jason yet.
0: I just don't think he's gonna be on the field enough to there's, make plays. Yeah, There's just not room for him. Like he's he's just I think it's gonna be like a you know, we got better guys situation. It could be. It
1: could be. I'm I'm just which I I'm guess, holding out Murphy's law or hope or whatever.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I agree with you, but like yeah, it's bad, but to be honest, if Trayvon Walker's really good and Josh Allen's really good and you re sign him, then it's not as bad. Yeah, you don't really him out there, yeah. With like some of these other moves. Like Well, you
1: one. recovered nicely, yeah. Well, listen, to be honest with you, the Jags could have recovered nicely out of a lot of this stuff. I mean, they get Tyson Campbell, right? They yes. they they get uh, they, they add Christian Kirk in free agency, and Zay Jones, who look to be pretty good right now. They found Jamal Agnew, just a lucky find. So l- replacing LaVisca isn't really a problem. It's just a matter of, are you okay with potentially wasting what he could be and and shipping that off? And then from like you said, the Chaseon standpoint, I still don't have enough depth. I mean, Chaseon can even be a depth player. Who cares where they drafted him, if he can be a contributor True. and get a handful of sacks? Then you'd feel pretty good about it sure. because you're right. You got Trayvon Walker. You're gonna hopefully resign Josh Allen if things hit this year. So, uh, but it, it's hard not to look at that draft now and be like, are you kidding? Like we knew how important that draft was, and of course some of that stuff was Ramsey written all over it too. You already had the bad taste in your mouth that you lost Ramsey, but you got an extra pick out of it. And you turn those picks into that. Yeah. Which is bad. Now, you got ETN out of that too, I think, right? That was their second of the first rounders Mm -hmm. the next year. Hopefully that pans out. But uh, was Tufeli no, it was Ben Barch was the other pick, I think, on the Ramsey stuff. Yeah, so it's like ETN, Chaseon, and Ben Barch.
0: Left. That are left. At least they're still on the team. <laughs> True. By the way, uh, Carolina Panthers fan Brian Middleton texted down to him over at OKV. Uh, he replied, it could be worse. Oh,
1: that's a good attitude to have about your favorite football team. Sure. You, you mentioned uh, Barch, Brent, and we were talking we we, we lightly before you, you went back to Visca, discussed about possibly overloading maybe the offensive lineman room to give it a little more depth if you're going to only go – with five wide receivers, if you feel like that's what the Jags are going to do. One of the rumors over the last couple of days has been that Dallas has been real high on Walker Little, trying to kick the tires on this guy. Do you think the Jags are interested there at all? Yeah, that's a good—now, this is pretty interesting to keep an eye on, right? Um, It's another one where I don't like losing potentially good players. I just don't know how good Walker Little is. The Jags have a hard time getting good players over the years. Yeah. No, let's be honest. I'm not ripping the organization right now. It's just fact. They've had a hard time. I mean, Walker Little felt like this value pick in a way because you got him in the second round. A lot of people had first round grades on him, but he hadn't played in a bit. The COVID year, all this other stuff. And you thought he might be like your future left tackle until he pushes Cam Robinson to get this mega contract. Uh, Yeah. Which, hey, you know what? Got the best football out of Cam Robinson. Now you got your left tackle settled. You think? So he slides over to the right side. (laughs) Jawan Taylor, oh, he's a sitting duck. He's gone. He hasn't played that well, and he's going to beat him out. I mean, I don't think the Jags have it. Jags, they've got to go Jawan Taylor at this point. It looks like, right? It seems like he's won the battle at least through camp. Yeah. And and so where does that leave Walker? Little, but I don't want him in Dallas. Well, that's the thing on him, right? It helps you, like. Getting a third-round pick, a second-round pick, or whatever pick, how does that help the Jags? I'd rather have Walker Little on my team. I disagree with that. I'm with Brent on this one only for depth's sake. I mean, if you're talking about the quarterback being the cornerstone of the organization, needing to feel safe, needing to trust his offensive line, that consistency is going to matter more and more. A guy like Walker Little can have you feeling safe back there. He has that first-round pedigree that Brent was talking about some of the scouts seeing. throw him away for what a fourth fifth sixth round pick are you really gonna even get the value back for that no, guy
0: i don't disagree with fourth fifth six brent you just said second if you can get a second round pick for walker little oh go a for depth it. player for a second round pick you go for it yeah well and it feels like it's a wash because that's where you picked them right yes now granted if somebody gets hurt yeah it's gonna be unlucky but we're not sitting here building the roster for if somebody gets hurt like yeah you want him for depth but if Dallas is seriously going to give you a second-round pick, you you fly Walker a little private there to make sure he gets there safely. Wrap him in bubble wrap. Yeah.
1: yeah. I, I mean, I get what you're saying there. Like, I think all GMs would do that. But I'm not worried about the pick, all right? This is one thing I always wrestle with with the Jacks. I've been here 15 years, and they haven't drafted well. <laughs> what the hell do I want more picks for? That's a fair point. <laughs> it's you like, know, I mean, what right the, the hell do I want them to draft more people? Yeah. I, I just... To me, it doesn't add uh, up to success just because that's the way everybody else does it. To be honest with you, I can make the case that Jags have had better luck probably picking up free
0: agents and spending their money. Then trade the pick for somebody else that plays the sport. I don't know. (laughs) But if they're going to give you a second-round pick, you go.
1: And I think everybody would. But uh, How about a third-round pick? Now you, now you saying no, hold
0: the phone. That's what I'm saying. Hold the phone. It's weird because I didn't realize this was a real thing. Brian Middleton brought this up like last Monday, and I this is exactly what I said. Second round pick, you send him. Third round pick, I can't give up on him for a third round pick. It's not worth it.
1: Yeah, second I think, it was, I think uh, it was John Shipley from SI who had uh, something on Walker Little over the weekend possibly being
0: on the block or and how good do we think dallas is going to be like you go into then you're like oh this might be a decent second
1: round. No, they're going to be atrocious but well, they're gonna on the hunt the NFC for east. a tackle oh not stop it with the nfc, NFC east. east oh my god <laughs> holy crap third place nfc east is All right, my prediction. But let, let me let me just finish my thought on don't about it don't so i'm not as worried about who might be the second round pick or third round pick in 2023 I'm worried about your franchise quarterback having enough good offensive linemen. If you you. build that into a strength where you've got a guy, by the way, just because Jawan Taylor may have won the job out of August doesn't mean you're going to love him by October. I mean, that's fair to say about Jawan Taylor. Very fair. Uh, Cam Robinson, you better love him. You just paid him. You better be right there. Well, you weren't happy with Taylor last year. What makes you think this year is going to be that much? And I'll give you one more thing. Like, Will Richardson, as your swing guy, Look out. Like, that ain't, that's not going to be good. Because, it, like, Will Richardson hasn't been good this this month. So I don't feel good about that. Plus, he might even be hurt anyway. Might not even start. So I don't see the Jags trading away Walker Little. I don't think so. And I will say, like, I'm not willing to go, we'll never know. And if I'm Trent Balky, I'm certainly saying it was Urban Meyer. But I think that was Trent Balky's pick to get Walker Little. And I'm not saying it was even a bad pick yet, but at the end of the day, if the guy doesn't play for two years and he was your second-round pick, like 45th overall, it's probably not that good of a pick. Yeah, you're not there. But I, I know what Trent would argue. Like, Trent would sit here and be like, yeah, well, he made our two other guys play the best football they've ever played. Yeah, but you also so don't, don't keep value in roster that roster spot just for that reason. Well, you don't, but... It just worked out that way. So yeah, there's it. probably more value internally to what Walker Little has given you than anybody on the well, outside I'm would, would like, give him. Like maybe people are looking at him going, oh, we like this guy. He could be a starter on our team. But are you going to get value back as the Jaguars as much as you're getting with him in the building? I don't think they're there yet. But, uh, you know, like Casey said, when you're talking about a second-round pick, that's a different story for sure. Um, maybe we don't know this yet because we haven't seen Peterson run the real offense here in Jacksonville. We've only seen the uh, – the vanilla style but I know a lot of the trend in modern NFL right now whether your offensive line is healthy or not is rotations right it's you're not going through hundred percent of the snaps with your five you're you're rotating a few guys in and out of there depending on the play call so um, it'll be it'll be interesting to see if Walker little gets used even if he's not starting how often he's out there yeah I don't I mean you not don't think he's gonna yeah, out there? They, I mean they, they might bring him on like an extra heavy crazy jumbo whatever but I mean they're, they're gonna play their guys unless somebody gets hurt and so, uh, and, and it really looks like right now that Cam Robinson, Ben Barch, uh, Luke Fortner, Brandon Sheriff, and Juwan Taylor are your starting five, which leaves most likely Walker Little out. Uh, but I'm just the point of this conversation for me is, yeah, there might be some sense in a trade if you can get good value, but I'm really not worried about next year right now. It's time to win. And he makes your team better being on the roster than you carrying a third-round pick around in your pocket for next year. And I would, I would keep them. And maybe you consider it again in October, around the trade deadline, when teams get even more desperate. And you've seen your guys play, and and how it looks. Or maybe you even wait till the end of the year. Yeah, and then you can still make a trade for Walker. You still Lee. get that draft capital, just a lot closer to the draft. But I'm, I'm, I'm worried about right now. It's screw Worried about the next draft. I mean, Jacksonville <laughs> had so many freaking draft picks. Uh, and I think Walker Little could be a valuable part uh, at some point still.
0: Before we go to break, we know where Jimmy G is going to play. Oh, what happened? The 49ers and Jimmy G are finalizing a new contract that will make him the highest paid backup in the NFL. According what, to how, Rappaport. What do, have we seen a length or anything like that? We have not. But it, Trey Lance is the starter. Jimmy G is the backup, according to Ian Rappaport. That's been decided. And he will stay in San Francisco. So, this is interesting for
1: multiple reasons. Number one, you had that Tuesday deadline before they got hit with a massive number. So, you got to imagine if they're working out a deal for him to be a backup, it'd be incentive laden where he's going to get paid, but not like a starter. Although, if he hits the field, I bet you watch that thing jump up. Yeah, there's got to be super incentivized, right? And then the other part of it is, it's got to be the kind of contract that another team can trade with them this season.
0: Wait and not have to get beaten up by the money that's out there. Schefter saying the contract contains no trade and no tag clauses assuring that Jimmy G will re- remain in San Francisco this season and have the freedom to leave in 2023. Wow. wow. They're just going to pay him to sit. Why? They don't believe in Trey Lance? What's what's the reason? I mean, it says they believe in him. They oh, cool. said he's their guy. Oh, no, I cool. Mean,
1: Except you're also giving Jimmy G all this money to watch. They couldn't find anybody to trade
0: for him. Well, okay, so, that is.
1: Yeah, but so they couldn't find anybody to trade, so they redo the deal. And then... Well, it doesn't matter. They redid the deal to keep him as backup. I mean, it, this is more like, this is more the reason why at the time they paid Nick Foles to be the backup in Philly for $5 million, which was a lot at the time. Now you got like Geno Smith making seven, but that worked. So I'm telling you, there's a plan in San Francisco. Those They are ready to win. And if Lance does not deliver in the first six weeks, the locker room's going to go to Kyle Shanahan's office I'm and be like, you. what are we doing here?
0: I'm with and you. then they're going to pull Jimmy G out. Here we go. Uh, One-year restructured deal is worth $6.5 in base, fully guaranteed. He has another 500,000 roster bonuses, playtime bonus. Nothing. He can get up to $16 million all right. with all the bonuses. So that's
1: kind of a number, but I still think that's a lesser number than they would have got hit with tomorrow. Yeah, what's what was he going to make? I think 23 was, it was that big. number. It was so big. why would he do it? That's what I don't understand. I guess maybe. they were just going to release him and he'd make of nothing. 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 Yeah, or sign
0: with somebody. Maybe he didn't have a trade partner he liked. But maybe. they might. They might win. I mean, no, no one's going to agree with me. But like, he's in a better situation if he wants to win a Super Bowl than like going to Seattle on a free. I NFL don't deal. think he's thinking about By the By the way, way, Super Bowls. Maybe. Hey, quarterback.
1: Maybe he smells something's up too. He
0: might think he's better.
1: Yeah. Maybe, maybe he smells something's up with that. With Trey I Lance. I buy that. And and it's like, listen, I'm going to get a chance this I year. I buy that. You know, especially because that team is filled with all these. Because trot receiver. That's an odd deal, man. Just from a person like, that's a tough pill to swallow. Oh, yeah. They traded for you, they tried to replace you. <laughs> then they couldn't trade you. And and now you're like, yeah, okay, I'll just stay. So like, I that's think, an odd that's mental gymnastics at its finest. Two things stand out to me. Number one, you gotta believe that San Francisco as an organization was candid and upfront with this guy to get this deal done, or else you have something a little more messy out Baker Mayfield and the Browns. So that's number one, because what you heard from Debo Samuel uh, in the offseason was the opposite. He said this team was not forthcoming with him, did yeah, not, true. was not candid with him. So I thought that was interesting. Number two, though, you got a guy at Jimmy who's looking out there at his options going, I don't really like the way the, the tree leaves are blowing out here. So, you know, to your point, Casey, a better situation. I don't think it's about the Super Bowl. I think it's about him not wanting to end up in Seattle or something. By the way, if I was if I were to make a... If I was a TV producer with HBO, I'd see if we could shift from in-season hard knocks Arizona to the other NFC West team in San Fran because I think call. it could get fascinating Good in call. San Francisco in the middle of the year. All right, right, got to take a break. We come back. We talk more about everything going on. LaVisca Chenault traded to the Carolina Panthers. The Jags continue to cut down the roster. Moves are being made. What else could happen for the Jacksonville Jaguars? Walker Little, could they move him? Could they go acquire some Do they need a position where they feel like they need to go acquire A a talent at a certain spot, or do the Jags feel pretty good about the rest of it that allowed them to get rid of LaVisca Chenault and most likely not get anything back in return other than a draft pick. We still haven't seen compensation for that. Maybe that will come out in a bit. We'll be back on ESPN 690. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Are we going to officially change the name of the show like next week? I, I believe that's your call, Brett. Shh. Keep it down. I <laughs> don't want to give away too many secrets. I believe it's your call. Can I give away a secret? It has nothing to do with sports, but I'll admit it to you guys on the air right here. Uh, I don't know where you're well, going with Well, this. here's the thing. It's <laughs> I've been on you a very short the... time, but okay. this can get scary. Listen, slide over the dumb button. What we you, got, Aaron? You may have already noticed, but as of yesterday, your old buddy Aaron was officially out of deodorant. Oh. At the house. <laughs> Really? Who uh, so are your wife's? <laughs> uh, well, you know what? I could have, and I didn't. Fresh powdery scent, man. Sometimes women's deodorant smells great. I'm glad you guys haven't mentioned it, because I can definitely smell that I lack deodorant today. No, actually, Casey showers in the dark and uses women's deodorant. <laughs> Both We've approached this true. topic before. Well, He's got a weird pH balance, so I kind of get it. It's fine. So and I'll he needs a comb. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> you should borrow your wife's brush. Look, okay. I got hit on the chat today, too. We're all getting beat up. What happened to you? Someone, Someone said I need to... Focus more on talking about shampooing and physical fitness than that takes on Aaron Rodgers.
0: <laughs> That was both hurtful and accurate. How dare he? Here's the thing. You haven't, I like that you can take it. You haven't made it so people are, like, making fun of you. Oh, that's a bad best. Nice. Listen, well, this this
1: guy thinks that he beat me up worse than I beat myself up. He clearly hasn't heard me talk to you guys off the air. So. He clearly <laughs> hasn't. So, I mean, what, what kind of deodorant guy are you? I, mean, I, you I like to- uh, the uh, Old Spice new versions, not the old version. I don't like the way the old stuff smells. What's, like, a cool, like, uh, is there, like, a cool kid deodorant? <laughs> Like, the, do the Millennials, like, a, have a different deodorant than, like, say, us older people? I don't think they do. They don't.
0: Yeah. Uh, no, they don't? Hey, real quick. No, they do Surprise, not. Surprise, they don't. I know we'll get back to deodorant, but <laughs> uh, Delphonic says put the new name of the show in an envelope. <laughs> and we can keep that alive.
1: Oh. That's good. Maybe we should do that for the week. You can all guess. Um, I can tell you. Do they you even so. know the old name of the show? <laughs> like, what's their name? That's why we're going
0: to, like, maybe yeah. give it an a name. <laughs> Spoiler alert. You're going to know the name of the show now. It's the show you are. It's the name you already think the show's called.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow, now we're going deep here. Uh, but putting in an envelope is a great idea.
0: The best sports oh, radio show. a good show idea! That envelope thing went better than you guys thought it did. The envelope thing <laughs> He's still debating that, huh? By the way, Delphonic, I, the piece of paper that he wrote is still right here. Let me get yeah, it. Yeah, it's, oh. it's in,
1: like, the museum of ESPN 690. It's one thing I love about being a sports fan. You can be a hoarder and just call it memorabilia. And everyone's like, yeah, no, it's fine. It's, it's totally fine. <laughs> that is true. Hey, uh, no, it's an undisclosed draft pick. Well, Yeah, it's a pick in 2023, sorry. Um, So, undisclosed, which means... Could be a first-rounder. Yes. (laughs) Uh, If LaVista (laughs) Chanel goes to the Pro Bowl, it's two (laughs) first-rounders. Nope. Instead, the Jags really got screwed. (laughs) That's what that would be. But, I mean, I think the way these work, (laughs) there's the envelope. (laughs) Is that the envelope? Yeah, it is the envelope. It's a paper you wrote on.
0: I know. That's when Shaq Griffin
1: joined us at Jags Report Yeah, by the way,
0: I just want everyone to know I was holding up the thing that Brent said Nathaniel Hackett was going to be the coach. And I also (laughs) want to report in for the radio viewers. It's a picture of himself. (laughs) That's what I wrote. All we had available to us in the studio was just headshots and headshots of Brent Martin. I don't know why my dad
1: thinks I got to be on the side of a bus to have made it. My picture's (laughs) everywhere. It's all over the place. <laughs> you're not on a bus, he ain't nothing. Yeah, he hasn't called me in months because I'm not on the side of a bus. <laughs> that sounds like some personal drama. That's, that's more of
0: like something I thought Aaron would bring you up. You know what
1: too. I mean? <laughs> We're trying to figure out his de- deodorant. He's got a lot of personal drama. It's all nice. I save the drama for my mama. Undisclosed draft pick for uh, for LaVisca means I would think it will be triggered by performance. Makes sense. So what's the – I mean – again, you're not going to be happy with this. Like, I don't think this is going to take the Jags, Jags are taking fan. an L on this. Hmm. Well, being that he was a second-round pick, I agree with you. You're not, you're not getting back more value than, than what you drafted. I think the Jags are probably taking an L here. But what if you look at it in terms of, like, let's say we make it through the end of the season and fingers crossed, the wide receiver room, makes it out unscathed, and you go, chances are we really weren't going to see LaVisca Chenault this year. Now you get an extra pick to play with, whether it's you're actually going to draft with it or you move that asset to, to upgrade. Oh, there's an old song, you got got no one to hold them, no one to fold them, no one to walk away, right? Sure, yes. And uh, maybe the Jags are folding. Yeah, new and it sounds run. like it, yeah. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I love it. I just asked, I asked the Jags to confirm the Schnault thing like 40 minutes ago, and, of course, they just released it, and they said yes <laughs> right now. It's a good confirmation. Oh, thank you. 40 minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> Almost 41 minutes later. Uh, I guess they didn't want to confirm it before then. By the <laughs> way, not just two out of the top three picks from 2020, but six out of 12. Oh, goodness. No longer even in the league, I think. Like that draft, I'm, I'm talking uh, 2020 is looking to, to defend L- the Jags here. That. 2020 Shit. all around, I'm saying. I think, because wasn't that the year they weren't allowed to, so teams weren't allowed to scout the same way that they previously had? That would explain. Well, there's some of that, yeah. Sorry, yeah I'm because I'm just the that a lot of these teams are really. Yeah, like that's a good call. Getting the getting the blowback from that.
0: Hey, interesting kind of subplot to this. Are the Panthers a playoff team now? Stop it, <laughs> <laughs> because they added Lavisca. Well, like the I mean, NFC. I beat the May. hell out of the guy, but you know, like Baker's there now. Baker. the Browns to the playoffs. I'm a Baker believer now. Are, are, is Carolina? Better than they're not better than the Saints or the Bucks, but you there's an well, yeah, but you can still get three wild cards there, yeah. Good. well, else so you believe? Like Packers, they win the division, sure. I will say Panthers have some playmakers, right? Right now, you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm not
1: like, wait a minute, I'm but I am right. like, they're capable of scoring possibly if everyone's healthy, but the Jets, ja- I mean, but I mean, come on, until they see McCaffrey play the whole year, that's what I'm saying, nobody's buying any going, if they're right. healthy, yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I it's a fair question, they have some players. And by the way, he's talking about sense of urgency. Rule's got that. Like, oh, yeah. He's got to he's, win. He's, he's going to get fired if he doesn't yet. Yeah. And so I, I still feel like they're a little hodgepodge, and they don't look organized in what they're doing sometimes. I don't Especially really understand. Like they they should have made the Mayfield move a while, now, while sure. go, right? And, I mean, and and they were undecided on quarterback. I think they were looking at a few different shiny objects. I don't really understand what they're doing on defense on that team, to be honest with you. Before we go to break, I want to ask you uh, the guys this question. Should, the Jags acquired Dan Arnold last year, and I thought it was an excellent move. And I still, you, you know, know me, I love Dan. Really, a president of the what? Dan Arnold you guys Foundation. Got jersey yet for Dan Arnold? <laughs> we're working. We're I'm working like on some seven forty-five an hour. I will say this though: I was a little disappointed that Arnold was playing like in that game the other day. I'm Like, come on, man! He's number two guy. Yeah, but you have to play some tight ends, I guess. Yeah, but still, like, I don't know. I don't know if they like Arnold on this team as much as I like Arnold.
0: I hope oh, they it's do. It's gonna be tough tomorrow at four for you, Brent. No, Are you ready no, for that? Not, <laughs> no, Are you ready for something like that? Aaron? No,
1: I just don't. I don't know if he's gonna get as many snaps and the catches as I want him to get.
0: Well, yeah. and now they need receivers, so he
1: might. But anyway, I, that was a good move, like to get what you got. Now you, we can all talk about what you gave up. Um, but you got something that has some value. Should the Jags? Is there any position out there a the Jags should make a trade for? We could have said kicker in the past, but they're not gonna do that, and they already got their guy now. I mean, should they go upgrade a position by trade? You look at, obviously, they're not doing a quarterback. They seemingly have their offensive line and a backup all set, yeah. maybe even a couple backups because of Shatley. You go wide receiver, they feel like they're all set at wide receiver, I would oh, think, yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. I think That's going to play. Well, if you're going to get a front-line guy, though, who's he going to bump out?
0: I don't know if you're getting a front-line guy, but now, like, are they going to keep Jeff Cotton?
1: I think they might just keep
0: five guys then I think you're looking. I think you yeah, have to you're be looking. But well, I'm asking from like
1: a trade standpoint where you go get and give up like a fourth rounder. And I think if Robbie Anderson didn't come over in this deal, then I doubt you're going to get any. I, th- I think on offense, the only thing you're looking at to upgrade in a trade would have to be that running back room only because you, you don't really know what to expect from James Robinson. You hope everything goes well. It's one of those injuries that you don't necessarily see guys bounce back from, and he's coming back quickly. You got ATN who you have high hopes for, but he's also coming off an injury. It feels like you could use some help in that room, although there, there's probably enough guys out there in the way. There's well, already right? enough, and Kenyon Drake is available, right? So, Sony Michelle, I believe. Sony so, Michelle Yeah, Bay. there's plenty of guys. See, they're going to pick up one of those guys, sure. in my opinion, uh, like a guy with veteran experience mm-hmm. that they're going to take a shot at. And so they don't need to trade. I just for don't it. understand where else you would trade for, at least on the offense. I don't see it. And I, honestly, I don't see it on the defense. You've, you've got some numbers there, and your depth's pretty good on the front line. Um, you're not going to trade. Most likely you're not going to give a fourth-round draft pick-up for a backup guy. Yeah. The Jags really don't have anywhere else to go unless somebody gets hurt the next two weeks. Like a safety or something like that, then they would need. Yeah. But um, I don't see the Jags making a trade for a player uh, in this instance. Uh, maybe the trading could be done uh, for now. Let's take a break. We come back, put a bow on the show. And I do have this one question for you guys to think about. Over the final couple minutes, and it might lead into Action Sports Jacks OT with Casey Kurtz and Brian Middleton. It might. Don't count on it. Is Tim Jones really this good? Count on it! Count on it! He's him! I mean it's I mean, come on! I mean, Tim Jones said all this stuff in motion today. Day, day. We'll be back on ESPN 690. <laughs> Some of these guys have really taken advantage of their situations and their opportunities and, and, and Tim was one of those guys and, and even you know Treadwell being a veteran player, you know, he he uh, uh, showed up in the first half today. And it was really good, really good to see, you know, some of these young guys take advantage of uh, of uh, the extended, you know, extended playtime. Well that's my number one question now. Is the young man out of Southern Miss really that good? Number three on the depth chart. What? <laughs> I mean, Jack's going to trade away Marvin Jones next. Hey, we got Tim. He is him. They trade away LaVista Chenault. They cut Laquan Treadwell. And while I'm also not saying, oh, my gosh, I can't believe they just got rid of those two players. I mean, a week and a half ago, we would have put Tim Jones as the seventh guy on this depth chart. Not all of us. Close. All right, let's go three weeks ago. There. <laughs> Seventh guy in the depth chart. But it worked. And, and by the way, congrats to him. I think it's awesome. That's what this time is all about. Yeah, I said man. that. That's what the Saturday's game's all about. And But he bumped two guys. Uh, you talk about going out the roster. there and earning it. Not it's only does he different. have the talent, but he went out there and showed it where it counted. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. If Let's just say the way this all shook out, maybe Tim Jones doesn't show out. And so Laquan Treadwell makes the team. And LaVisca, does he still get traded? Hmm. Probably not. Uh, see, I kind of think he does. Why is that? I think they were trying to trade LaVisca no matter what. But I think Jones basically took Treadwell's spot. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, Again, just a different skill set tells me that, most likely. You think they were think either trading LaVisca or he was going to just be on the roster? Yeah, I don't think they were going to cut him. I I mean, they only know that, and it would be too hard in hindsight to even ask them if you really believe him. Yeah. You know? But... I don't think uh, – I just don't think they would have just caught him. Uh, so, we'll see. Tim Jones, though, I mean, I give him all the credit in the world, and I still don't know how many passes he's going to catch. 37. How much he's going to play. <laughs> Put it on the board. And by the way, to be honest with you, you don't want him to play a lot because that means somebody got hurt Yeah, that likely. means you're not seeing your best guys out there.
0: Or he's him. And you find out he's one of your best guys? He can't even... I mean, he could move
1: into the four-hole, the book of Tim, behind Jamal... I mean, ahead of Jamal Agnew. Good. But that's it. Well... I mean, he's not sniffing one of those top three spots. He better not. I mean, quite frankly, you have... <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, Brett's going down. Who's to Brent, say? Man down.
0: Who's to say <laughs> wow. he's not him? That <laughs> took
1: all show for that to happen, surprisingly. Um, you're paying... $8 million, $17 million, 25, $35 million to those front three guys. I mean, you hate to waste the money, but if it turns out that uh, one of them, I'm not going to name anybody by names because we're talking hypothetically, but let's talk about one of those receivers maybe underperforms what you had hoped or starts to slow down in a way you didn't see coming, and then suddenly Tim Jones is out there with the rocket burners, and you're like, all right, I can get used to
0: this. Trevor had downfield with this guy on a regular basis. He's him. mm mm-hmm. He's in. If you let him Tim make Jones. plays out there, and he earns his way on the field, Brent, you just got to respect it. Mm. Listen, I,
1: I respect it, but I don't. The Jags aren't doing what we thought they were doing if Tim Jones is playing a lot of snaps.
0: You just don't know so that. that. You don't know that. Yeah, I do.
1: Man. I do. Um, Tim Jones gonna make the team. We'll see what happens tomorrow. The team is not fully set. They do have. I should not go over this with you. Uh, make sure you you have the latest. The Jags uh, parted ways. With Terrell Adams, linebacker, Azuaya Alufahe, who I said two different ways. I kind of like the first way I said it. Go back two hours of the the show. Raquel Armstead, Rudy Ford, Benji Franklin, Casey McDermott, Braden Rusnick, Chappelle Russell, Banara Treor, and Laquan Treadwell. All released or waived, let go in some capacity, depending on how technical you want to be. They trade away LaVisca Chennault for an undisclosed draft pick. So a lot of moves on a Monday, and the Jags still have some more roster moves to make. It looks like they're huddling up or at least having more discussions about the secondary. Maybe some guys up on the defensive front. And we'll see what shakes out uh, by 4 o'clock tomorrow. Should be exciting. We will see. That's it on a Monday. I made it. We made it. Go get some deodorant. I am definitely going to go get some deodorant. This is a problem right now. Action Sports Shacks OT coming up next. Casey Kurtz, Brian Middleton. We'll see you on TV tonight, CBS 47, Fox 30, and back right here, 3 p.m. on ESPN 690 tomorrow afternoon. Have a good night, everybody.